Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now on Giddy Up, it's time for Stable Mail. And good morning to David Eustace to kick off proceedings. Morning, David. Gareth, morning. How are you? Good, thanks, mate. Um, we'll start off with the two-year-old classic. They tell me James McDonald was riding Spywire this morning here on the Gold Coast just to get a, a feel of him before Saturday. Are you happy with Spywire, mate? Yeah, I just spoke to the, um, the boss this morning. I uh, was very happy with him. James said he's fresh and well and bouncing. So uh, he had a Strode up a furlong, and uh, everyone was happy. Do you think you'll get a strong 1,200 metres, or is that a, a bit of a question mark in your eyes as well, David? Uh, no, I think he will. Uh, I think he'll be better for the run, as Kieran stated, and um, he just needs to switch off in the early part. Um, so if he does that, the 12 will be fine. Erno's Cube is another promising galloper. Your thoughts about his chances? He's a nice filly, um, has arrived well, uh, safe and well this morning and um, her lead-up run was perfect to be spot on for Saturday. We'll move on to a few of the other runners there at the Gold Coast on uh, Saturday. We'll start off in uh, race number two, Froble Star. She is making her debut as Zuzane Philly. Um, what can you tell us about her? Trials have been good. Um, won a trial uh, to qualify for the race. It's been very straightforward. And um, obviously this race will be a bit of a lottery, but uh, she's a nice professional filly. The Magic Millions Cup. Zenzella's in terrific form. It was a, a top-class victory there the other day. Can she go on with it? Yeah, look, she can. Um, she's not got a great gait, but... Um, uh, hopefully she can overcome that, you know, on the form and racing. She's ahead of, you know, quite a few of these, so um, she'll be spot on for Saturday. And Unanimous is never really far away, but this is a test for him. He's got a wide gate to contend with as well in the Sub-Zero. Yeah, he has, um, but uh, has had a really solid preparation up in Sydney. Pride for a, a change of scenery, and... Um, He's stepped up in trip again, but it's just, his runs have suggested a little stay. Looking forward to the syndication race. I think it's a, a great addition to the to the Magic Millions finals day. I think they had it last year as well. But Baroque Road represents your stable third up this preparation. Yeah, blinkers go on. Um, was yes. very good first up. And, um, yeah, just ran like he was looking for headgear again Saturday. So he backs up, gets James on board. And um, we'll have a good chance. VC was a big price at the start of the week. I thought he was really good first up in Melbourne the other day. Your thoughts about his chances? Yeah, we were the delighted Guinness. with him. Um, yeah. I think Gates okay for him just to settle midfield or just, just, just worse than. Um, he'll get the seven furlongs, no problem. Top of the ground. Um, 
think uh, John O'Shea's horse, Sydney Bowler, is, is um, commands a lot of respect, but um, it looks pretty open after that. So, um, yeah, I thought he'd run above his odds. In the mayor's race, Jesus Amana, I thought was good as well. And uh, um, first up, this preparation at Wong behind the stable, mate, Royal Merchant. Yeah, she was excellent. Great return. Uh, this has been a plan, the plan for a little while, and uh, she'll improve for seven furlongs. So that's in the Magic Millions Cup, and then we go to the Phillies and Mares race, the final event. And was it a confidence-boosting victory for Royal Merchant there the other day? Yeah, it was. Um, you know, she it was great to get her head in front, and um, this has been the plan for a long time. So uh, hopefully. Um, he can uh, peak on the day, but uh, yeah, she's going really nicely. We'll head to Flemington. A couple of chances in the staying race. Herman Hess and Maserati Bay. Um, yeah, Herman got scratched the other day. Uh, it was a bit unlucky, really. Um, he didn't do a lot wrong. So, uh, but he's gone back to the trial. He's trialed well, and and his run at Caulfield had a lot of merit. Back in trips would be a negative. Maserati Bay hasn't ran for a long time. This is not a strong race, but um, uh, a return to career best form, um, he wouldn't be far away. What's, what's your expectations with uh, Ringbearer, the three-year-old by Maurice there in uh, the fifth race at Flemington? He's a nice horse. Um, he hasn't... Um, yeah, he... he uh, he's inexperienced. Um but uh, this race hasn't got a lot of depth and it's a good prize money, so hopefully he can make a step up. Can Bubbly Lass win again at a price? Don't see why not. Um, she got a terrific ride the other day. Um, it was great to get her head in front. Owners have been very patient. Um, she's, she's in foal, um, which seems to have um, brought something out of her as well. So but this is this is a step up, but we're They've been very happy there. Our work on Tuesday was excellent. Should we leave Strawberry Rock into our quaddies in that last race at Flemington? Uh, no. No. Um, Mrs. Chrissy goes around, of course, at Rose Hill on Saturday over the 1,200 metres. Yeah, well, she put in an excellent performance at Caulfield. And um, she's, she's, she's a very yeah, capable mare. Um, she draws a good gate, which really suits uh, Rose Hill. It'll be a good track for her too. So I think she'll have a great chance. And what about Sonora? Are you happy with her? She's had a few problems this prep. Yeah, um, she's jumped out since and jumped out well. And um, yeah, we're sort of pretty hopeful that uh, she'll bounce back. She's capable of chucking in a bad run and then and then running well. So um, yeah, I wouldn't put it past her. Some wonderful chances, of course, including a host of them here at the Gold Coast on a Saturday, David. What do you think your best is? Um, tricky weekend, actually. Yeah. Uh, with, with runners everywhere. But um, on a filly called Admiral's Daughter tonight at Packenham. Yes. He got caught for toe in a maiden at Fireman over seven and mile at mile. Uh, packing them on a big track already, so hopefully that sort of gets the weekend going. Johnny Allen aboard race uh, two, number one, yeah, Admiral's daughter. I think you yeah. will be catching up with you tomorrow on the Gold Coast when you arrive here, David. So looking forward to that, mate. Thanks for your time as always. All good, thank you.
the Snowdens always play a major part on this day. And Paul Snowden joins us here on Giddy Up for Stable Mail. Good morning, Paul. Morning, Gareth. How are you? Good, thanks, mate. King of Sparta. He loves this time of the year. You happy with him heading towards the snippets? Yeah, he's prepped up well. Um, very happy with him. We've drawn a nice low draw. So the way the track played last week, it certainly, you know, favoured those those who um, were sort of drawn close in and just, just sucked up and had last look at him where he sort of fits that profile there on Saturday. If the rain does come, is that a concern for you or you think you'll be okay on a soft track here? Honestly, mate, this track is, um, it's drained so well. So I was up here last week when had all the rain. They thought they'd sort of get to a soft track or... I'd say by the Thursday before last Saturday, it was in the good range. Um, yeah. I know we got a fair bit yes, uh, yesterday morning, but, um, you know, it's, it's a little bit hit and miss from now on till the weekend. And even if they do get sort of, you know, up to 10 mil or something in the, in the 24 hours before the race, I don't, I don't think it's going to be an issue. I think it's, it's just too, too, in too good order. Can Sovereign Fun and the King cause a bit of an upset in the Guineas? Yeah, it probably may well be. Have to be an upset. Um, look, they're, they're going well enough. It's one of those races where there's a mixed bag, and and they're sort of probably you know finding out whether they can run seven furlongs at a good level. So my two fit that category. They've they've had a good prep. Um, they've drawn quite well for them, and they'll give themselves every chance. Gigi got revolutionary miss flying again. She's been ultra impressive her last couple. Oh, look, just the confidence that she sort of possesses yeah. at the moment after the back of those two wins in Victoria. Um, see a trial the well as well as she did the other day was absolutely fantastic. And look, we had her in the Phillies of Mares. That was our first priority, and we come out with draw 20. We also, you know, dual accepted in the 1400. Obviously, drawn a little bit better. We had to make up a, a mind yesterday at five o'clock, and we decided to go for the 1400. Um, a little bit of she'll get a better run. Uh, there doesn't seem to be a lot of speed in that, that 1300 meter mares race, and obviously drawn out so badly. She wants to push forward. When she does see a little bit of daylight, especially fresh, she can overdo it a wee bit, like she did at Flemington one day. So um, rather go in the race where, yes, there's going to be genuine tempo. Um, I'm not too worried about seven furlongs first up. She hasn't. She only went out for a week after she got back after those two Melbourne wins, and she's in pretty good order, mate. And what about Lavish Empire gets into the field now? Yeah, so, um, look, it wasn't a shock to see him win last start. It's definitely, you know, a... a um, He's going to have to run a PB to, to figure in the finish again. Um, but, look, he's had a really easy week. He's a very clean-minded horse. I've only had the saddle on him this morning, so since yeah. last Saturday. Um, you know, he's come through that run in terrific order. He's got his tail up over his back, and he thinks he's 10 foot tall and bulletproof. <laughs> and Miss Halfire goes around in the mare's race, the final event. Um, she won last start. This is a little bit tougher, but she was impressive as well. Oh, look, and she deserved it too. She's been, you know, a little bit unlucky in her recent starts prior to them, but it was good to see her win and win the way she did. Put them away well with a big weight. Uh, drops the tanning weight. Tyler stays with the horse, and look, she just she just bats above her average every time she goes around. You think she's sort of it's a bit beyond her, and she puts her hand up, and she's, she's still there at the finish. So I'm not um, thinking she's going to run poorly again because that's just not her. She'll just do, you know, she'll, she'll run right up to her best again. In Sydney, can we see a better performance by Billion Dollar Baby? Yeah, she's just taking a little bit of time to get fit. She's an older mare. Um, hopefully, you know, we, we're thinking about going to Geelong last Saturday. Um, we drew quite poorly again. She's one of them fillies that draws double digits every time she goes around. So, um, kept her at home and kept the work up to her, and hopefully she can, she can run the best race this Saturday.
So she got all right, mate. She goes around and race five. Touristics had a bit of a gap between runs. Uh, he goes around in the January Cup. Danny Beasley takes the ride. What can his son of Frankel do? Geez, he's not far away these days. Uh, he's just got to hold a spot. Um, yeah. He's just getting too far back in his races. He's making it a hell of a lot of work to do for him late. Like you say, he's hitting the line great, but he's just giving away too much start early on in the races, and it's just finding him out late. So hopefully he can do that. It'll take him a long way with him. And can Bling win the last? Mate, he's a, he's a really solid performer. He's gone from strength to strength these last couple of preps. His run was very good, uh, listed level last uh, two weeks ago at Eagle Farm. And um, look, he's, he's a horse that he continues to improve once you do get him into a good spot. And I feel like we've got him there at the moment. Yep. So he goes around in race eight, not the last race there in Sydney there at Rose Hill on Saturday. What's your best for a Saturday, mate? Oh, look, we can't go past King of Sparta. Um, yeah. You know, he's our best for Saturday. Obviously, an incredible mention of Revolution Miss. Hope she can run well. Do you have a winner for us today, Gosford? Um, we'll wait till Saturday, mate. Oh, so I should say Gosford on. All right, then. That's um, and Friday, Gosford, Newcastle today. Hey, um, you've got a couple of really nice two-year-olds that we saw trial the other day. Have you got a standout this early? Oh, look, um, obviously, you know, you've seen Bodyguard down there. Um, yeah. The plan there is not to go to the Gold Coast with him. So, you know, possibly he could be down there, something like a Blue Diamond, hopefully. Um, he'll have another trial before we sort of make that call, but... If he is to sort of venture down there, he'll probably run in the second leg of the series in the prelude. Uh, yep. And then maybe Diamond and see what happens from them. But uh, another unraced horse called Manos. He's, he's trialled last time in and went out. Um, he's a really nice horse. He's trying to also on his fields. Um, lots of life about him. He's got to go to Well, that's exciting. Our, our trial our trial form gurus, we found Manos. Well, they found Manos uh, um, last October when he trialled. So we've been on him for the Golden Slipper um, here on Giddy Up. So when do we get to see him at the races, Paul? He'll probably have another trial, mate. He's, he's, yep. well, he's had a real good break after last prep and been coming up slowly. So it was an important set of trials for us. We had a number of two-year-olds go around there and pretty much um, marking the card and just see where we, we decide to, what direction we take with him. But he'll definitely have another trial before he steps down in those days. And how have you found the sales so far? Yeah, not too bad. Um, you know, we've got three or four already um, for the stable, so it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is. It's, it's a sale and it's tough picking, but, um, you know, I like to see, think that, you know, if you really want it, you're going you're gonna to get it type of thing. And, um, you know, I think that everyone's picking the sort of some sort of level. I don't think it's excessive. Um, you know, I know a lot went from a million plus yesterday, but... Probably had a little bit of pedigree to stamp that also, but um, no, it's, it's, I think there's one there for everyone. All right, mate, we wish you the best of luck on Saturday. Thanks for your time as always. Talking about Star Queensland trainers, Rex Lip joins us on the line because his star three year old Safrado looks tough to beat in a Guineas on Saturday on the Gold Coast. Good morning, Rex. Thanks for your time. Good morning, Gareth. Are you happy with him, mate? No, I'm very happy with him. His, his work on Tuesday was very, very strong. He continued to do well. Just easy morning this morning. He uh, feeling very well, wanting to play and that sort of thing. So, no, he's all good. Thank you. Yep. Um, and he gets a lovely gate for Damien Thornton to sort it all out in the early part and barrier seven. Well, this is the best barrier he's ever had in his yeah. 12 starts. So, normally it's uh, one or two from the outside. So, and we've always had to go back. 
So it'll be interesting to see whether we can just ride him that little bit closer. Um, and I think with the Gold Coast track, the way it's playing, I don't you want to get back too far anyway. And yeah. especially in a big field, you can't afford to get too bad, how far back. I think he surprised so, you. Yeah. Sorry, Rex. Go on. I think I think when I right? had a chat. Yeah, I had a chat to you in his two-year-old days. He surprised you how far he came in a short amount of time. And then um, you indicated that he'd be a better three-year-old. It took him a little time to, to wind up this preparation. But are you seeing that now? Oh, yeah. No, look, uh, gelding him was the best thing we ever did to him as far as being a racehorse is concerned. Uh, his first up run this, and uh, to get ready for this was an enormous run, but pulled up a little bit funny. Um, not in action or anything, just in his own mannerism. And when he put in that shocker, uh, we all thought, well, there's got to be something major wrong with him. You see, he has a reek. And uh, there's got to be something major wrong with him. So I just more or less made up my mind to see that he sent him to Cairns and I'll, I'll geld him. So that's what uh, we ended up gelding him. We raced on the Saturday, we geld him on the Tuesday. So, no, it was, uh, and everything went. went uh, like you wanted to go and he had a good night off and his first run back was very good and uh, then he came out and ran and won the, the Bow Road so I was very happy with the way he's progressing Well it's exciting times mate big prize money on offer and um, he's a wonderful chance there on Saturday Yeah well look you know we've, uh, we've got to beat those southern horses so, but anyway yeah. they're, only, they're only horses at the end of the day and who knows who's the best we'll find out and you know and luck and running is going to be a big pick from where he's going to be you know we don't, don't really want to be on the fence and then you still got to get the split down the running and and see what happens and see what the, how the uh, track is going to play yeah well hopefully the rain stays away and it's a it proved how wonderful of a, a drainage track it is there last saturday so hopefully every horse gets their opportunity including yours there rex thanks for your time mate no worries thanks Jared. Great to catch up with Rex Lip and let's talk to Robbie Heathcote now on uh, this Thursday morning for Stable Mail. Good morning to you, Rob. Yeah, good morning, Gareth. How are you? Good, thanks, mate. How have you found the sale so far? Uh, I haven't been yet, but I bought one yesterday. There you go. Yep. There you go. Which no, um, a bit, which bit, bit rich for me this first few days. Uh, 170, yep. a, Cast- a Castel Vecchio, Arrow- Arrowfield Colt, but... My man, Paul Willett's uh, bloodstock agent, he's down there. He does all the grunt work for me and uh, was just a great buy. And, yeah, I'm happy to get one. And I'll, I'll be down there next week, book two, a little bit yeah. cheaper. you got some lovely chances tomorrow on the Gold Coast, I should say Saturday. Party spirit. Um, can she win again in the – she goes around in the Country Cup? Look, it was, a, it was a well-laid plan to get her into this race. We, she'd won a couple of races, a maiden in the Class 1, and Timmy Wilson from First Light, he said, let's go to Warwick. If we can if we can knock them off in the 1,200, it's a qualifying race for the Magic Millions Country Cup, 500,000. I said, oh, well, I'd, she probably can't beat the open company horses, but she did. And now she lines up favourite, uh, you know, for a big race on Saturday. So, no, well done, Timmy. I think one of the highlights for me for the day is uh, to see Rothfire back in action after, of course, winning the slot race there on New Year's Day to Woomba. Um, are you happy with him? Mate, I'm standing here next to two champions. I've got Rothfire here and Josh Dunkley yeah. from the Brisbane Lions. He just popped yes. in to give him a pat. So, oh, uh, sensational we're, stuff. We're, 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 patting, we're patting Rothfire as we talk to you now. So, yep. yeah, he's in good order. I mean, they've done us no favours with Barrier 16, but... 
He's had that before. He had it in the Stradbroke last year and he ran a very brave second to think about it. They gave him the widest draw in the recent King of the Mountain and he was too good, but he's going to be at... He has to be at his absolute best on uh, on Saturday. Mind you, the 1,300, Gareth, I've always maintained 13, 1,400 is his wheelhouse distance. We've we, we basically only run him in the Stradbroke each year over that distance because of his issues but this is his last run before he has a break so the 1300 fits nicely. What about Hatchet? Could Hatchet cause a little bit of the upset and get over? Well, it wouldn't be much of an upset but um, give Rothfire something to, to think about? Well, nine kilos is nine it's kilos. Lot, yeah. so, so, you know, it really depends on how much work Rothy has to do to get over. Hatchie's 52 on his back. He's going to get a gun run from barrier four. He handles all track conditions. And I look at his form. He never runs a bad race. So you're right. He's going to be thereabouts. And then we go down to the sub-zero and Demon Darb looking to, to gain a start. Um, still no scratchings this morning. If Demon Darb does get into the field, your thoughts there, Robbie? Progressive horse, the Osher Group, Wade Burridge, he sent him to us and he ran second and he's knocked a couple of wins on the head. Well, he's 26 to 1. I, I doubt he'll get in, though, mate. Not too many people scratching uh, million dollar races. What about Prince of Boom, who goes around in the syndicate race over the 1100 metres? Are you happy with him now, third up? I am. First up. It was a horror run nightmare for him. He got he, he pulled up with a heart arrhythmia post-race and then we had to trial him and get him right again. And then he ran into Bribey and, you know, they went faster than an F-16 jet. I mean, it was unbelievable. So here he is now in a wait-for-age race where he's probably the best suited in the race. He's rated on 112 or 110 or something and the nearest one to him is on 102 and the, the majority of the field are rated on about 80, so he should be giving them all 12, 14 kilos. Meets them away for age. If he runs to his best form, and I think the biggest plus for that horse going into the race is Timmy Clark reunites with him. Timmy rode him brilliantly during the Winter Carnival where he won a couple of group races. So we feel Tim has the key to him. The horse runs to his best he can win. And then uh, Bounty just keeps on winning as well. She's a super, super yeah. horse. Again, the first light, first light representative. She's flown a little under the radar, but I see not the bookies. They've got her very, very safe at $7 behind yep. Chrysaor. And I was listening to a little bit of Rex with Sufrado, so and uh, Sydney Bowler. So it's a good race, but there'll certainly know my fillies there with 54 and a half on her back. I elected not to run in the Vaux Road two weeks ago. Keep her a little bit fresh with this, yes. She's never run 1,400. That's the query. But yep. I'll tell you what, there's, none t- there's not too many tougher in my stable than her. Sensational, mate. You've got a couple of roughies in the concluding races there with Sue Shack at the Magic Millions Cup. Extremists is an each-way price, and then Driver Deals at a big price there in the, the Phillies and Mares race. Um, what's your best for the day? Oh, I'd have to say Rothfire, mate. There's, there's yep. no more genuine horse in Queensland, and it'd be just great for... And, and the Queenslanders, they get behind him. I won that King of the Mountain the other day, and there's people yeah. I've never met in my life all coming up, patting me on the back. I love him. So uh, it's just a great day's racing. Hopefully the weather's a little kind to us. I know the track. I heard you say earlier it played brilliant last week. and No more better drainage track, maybe aside from Eagle Farm. So I'm hoping that the weather's a bit kind to us on the day. 
Well, good luck, especially with Rothfire, mate. He is the people's champ. He's got a big heart. He's some warrior, and um, it's great to see him that he'll be at the races here on the, the Gold Coast on Saturday. Thanks for your time, mate. Pleasure, pleasure, Gareth. Always is. Shane Oxlade joins us on the line to have a chat about his star sprinter. Good morning, Shane. How are you, Gareth? Good, thanks, mate. You must have been happy with him the other day at Caulfield. Has he trained on nicely since? Yeah, I was really pleased with him then, and he's come home and done done really well since. You couldn't ask for him to be any better, mate. So, yeah, pretty happy heading back to this afternoon. How do you think he'll um, handle the straight there at Flemington? Yeah, I don't think it'll worry him. He's been there before, been there once, got beat point yep. nine the first time. So I don't think it'll hold any fears to him. He'd have to be better for, for that run there. And um, yeah, he should be fine for any small field. Yeah, has he surprised you how well he's gone this preparation? No, not really, mate. I've had a, no. I've had a fair rap on him all the time. I've always thought he's a, probably the nicest horse I've ever had. And just a matter of him getting it all together, you know, and he, he's starting to do that now. So what's the plan with him going forward after Saturday? Oh, he'll come home probably, normally they come home Sunday and he'll be in the paddock yep. Monday. Um, he'll have eight or ten days out there and um, winning that listed race, he give him a automatic entry in the Oakley Plate. So we'll give him eight or ten days off and, and bring him home and get him ready for that. All right, mate. We wish you the best of luck on Saturday. Exciting times. No worries. Thanks, mate.